Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, everybody. This is Ian Riccoboni, the voice of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Same with Conrad, they were very appreciative of my time and they really worked with my schedule. Conrad's team uh, met me at the hours that I needed to meet them to walk through the specifics. Uh, The paperwork was clear, the communication was clear to make the decision super easy to work with. So we actually went from a 30-year mortgage, the refinance down to a 15-year mortgage, and now our house is gonna be paid by the time the kids go to college. If you wanna save like I did and like Nick Aldis did and so many others, uh, in the professional wrestling world, please go to SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA, and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and friends thought they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage. Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny, Matt, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch a lot, try not to laugh. Lowest rules, cat back. This wasn't the initial plan. Tom Zing's a good looking man. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, Life has never been better, Conrad. Thank you for asking. How are you? Man, better than I deserve. Excited to be with you today because we're going to be doing something pretty fun. We had a lot of fun talking about old school Memphis, watching a little old school Memphis wrestling. And we're going to do the same here today. We are going to go back to September of 1986, man. I got a lot of great feedback from our last Memphis show. Folks wanted more of that. And we got it today. This is going to be fun, dude. Uh, A lot of people told me, Hey, love them commercials. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that great? Like of all the things, you know, but I, I think that adds context to just the time and place. And before we clicked record today. Uh, you and I discussed that we both saw something that was a little nostalgic over the weekend. Apple mm-hmm. plus has that new fabulous documentary on Michael J. Fox. What'd you think? Uh, uh, two thumbs up, uh, five stars, just really, really wonderfully done. Uh, the, uh, uh as we were mentioned, the, uh, the way they edited, uh, his footage in with reenactments was just very, very well done. It, it, it's sad in many ways. But it's, it's happy to see that he's, uh, he's lived, been living a great life with a great family and children and a great wife. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, 
it's a tragic story. If you think about how talented he was and how, uh, popular he was, he was a wonderful actor. My God, the stuff that he did love back to the future, love teen wolf. Um, just, uh, uh, but again, yeah, two thumbs up really, really. I enjoyed it as well. And, uh, we're going to just waller in the nostalgia today. It's going to be 1986, waller. but before we do, mm-hmm. we should talk about what's going on now. You guys had a really big rampage in dynamite this past weekend. Yeah. Of course we saw that nothing happening. Don Callis turn on Kenny Omega. Yeah. Uh, that spot where they went through the cage. It was a wow factor for me, but it wasn't until uh-huh. replay that I really processed Kenny Omega was, um, quite literally risking his manhood on that spot. No. Yeah. He almost got his nuts cut. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know that you know this, but did you know that X-Pac once tore his asshole doing a Bronco buster? I think I do know that, uh, because the reason I think I know that is usually when guys have a, a crazy injury like that, like, you know, whacking off a nut or, or ripping an asshole. You'll bring it up many times on our show. Well, I'm so just saying like, you know, w- there's been rumor and innuendo that Rick rude, you know, had uh, ding dong problems at the end of his life. Maybe he lost it. And and I was yeah. thinking, golly, man, I don't know that shout out to Kenny Omega. Hope he's okay down there. Did you go check him out immediately after? You mean as far as say uh, spread your legs, let me see what it looks like. Well, I thought as soon as I saw that spot, I just imagined as soon as the show was over, you threw the headsets off, pedaled those little feet back, say, and then say, Kenny, Kenny, I'll take a look. I didn't say Kenny, Kenny, I'll take a look. I said, Kenny, Kenny, are you okay? Right. Mox, are you okay? Because they did something that, that I've never seen. Of course, obviously you, uh, you've seen it. And maybe wrestling fans have seen it, but I, and I've seen light tubes. I've never seen anybody come up with a bag of glass. I've seen them come up with a bag of tacks, but never with a bag of glass. And that's, that's really dangerous. Cause that shit can get embedded in your back. Yeah. And you may have to have like, have a cutout. So I was concerned about both of them really. And I, and I always do this. I, I mentioned that <clears throat> when, when, when guys do crazy stuff, I'll always go thank them for a great show. For, yes risking their health and their body to give us a great show because that's what they do. Absolutely. There, there's no way. I mean, you can, you can, <clears throat> you can work on uh, different spots in the ring, but when it comes to uh, furniture or glass or tacks or steel, you, you kind of really never know what's going to happen. That's right. You, you really do. You, you can't prepare for it. So that's why, uh, that's why I said that to them. Well, shout out to those guys. They put on one hell of a show. And of course you guys are going to put on a hell of a show before you know it. I can't believe this is real, but next weekend is double or nothing. If you haven't already make plans to join AEW, AEWTIX.com. It is going to be a fantastic show. I just know it. It feels like AEW always delivers on pay-per-view. I'm sure this will be no exception. AEWTIX.com. Uh, Hey, you guys just announced too a big TD garden show. Announced for mm-hmm. Wednesday, July nineteenth. That's a uh, that's a big time arena and a big time wrestling market. You excited to go back there? Yeah, I, I'm. I really am. I love I love Boston, a great wrestling town. Of course, the as we know, as you and I are talking right now, the Celtics are in the Eastern Conference Finals, so they are red hot. 
It's a great uh, sports city and it'll be a great place to be. Can't wait to see that one. And of course, uh, along the way, we should at least touch on AEW in Wembley all mm-hmm. in two, man, what a, um, what a monster show that's going to be. And of course, uh, it all, uh, maybe evolves a little bit for AEW with Tony Khan's big announcement that happens tonight on dynamite. So be sure to tune in to Tony Schiavone and hear what Tony Khan has to say tonight on dynamite. I'm excited, man. It feels like you guys have a lot of momentum. It's a, it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan. How is it working inside it? Is it, is this exciting, stressful? I mean, you, you've, you've worked for Jim Crockett promotions. You've worked for Vince McMahon. You've worked for WCW and now with AEW, this is a totally different experience from any of those other promotions. No. Yeah, it is because of, of where I am in my life and because I've been in wrestling for a long, long time. And because I'm working with people that are basically the age of my kids. So that's the dynamic is different for me. It's an exciting time to be, be in pro wrestling. When I think back, I bring this up all the time. When I think back to 2016, to uh, think that I'd be doing this again on this level and have this, uh, this job behind the scenes, it's, uh, it's kind of wild. It, it's, it's stressful. Sometimes it, it, it brings me down as all jobs would where everybody has a good day and a bad day at work, but I surely do look forward to Wednesdays, uh, and, um, have a great time dealing. We got some good kids. And, and I mean, when I say good kids, not necessarily the ones that you see in front of the camera. I'm thinking about the ones you see that work with us behind the camera. We've got really a good staff of people. And, uh, and congratulations to Tony and to Mega, who's uh, uh, our, our lawyer, and our HR person, uh, Margaret, and everybody, uh, Mike Mansuri, people in leadership. Uh, in this company for putting together a staff and continuing to, to grow the staff behind the scenes, because you can have a great company, but if you're understaffed, you're fucked, man. Right. And they're doing things right now to make sure that we are not understaffed. So that's good. See, that's what, when, when I go back and I thought about, uh, the years in Jim Crockett promotions, we, we had a great, we had a great talent, but we were, we were severely understaffed behind the scenes. And, and even Jimmy mentioned that during your interviews they because did. yeah, they, they, they didn't have, we didn't have a marketing department. We didn't have a, uh, and of course times have changed since the eighties, but we didn't have a, uh, merchandising department. So, uh, now we have all those departments where I work now that we didn't have. And it's very important. And then when I went to work for the WWE in 89, I realized, wow, they got a big staff here and they've got a lot of things at their disposal they can use. That's very important to be able to make a company work. You got to hire people, yep. talent, wrestlers that everybody sees and knows, but you got to have a lot of people to be able to do the work. And that's what we've done. And that's what makes it great. Well, I'm excited to see how you guys continue to grow. It's been fun to, uh, to watch it. And then of course, to see you back in wrestling. Uh, and today, man, we're going all the way back to, uh, 1986, mm. going to be watching a little old school Memphis, uh, before we do, I wanted to at least ask you at the top of the show, cause you've touched on it before and the news has come out. Uh, but we don't talk about it a lot here on the program. AEW is almost like a family reunion for you every week because your son is working there. 
Yeah. Uh, he has been working in television for a long, long time. And now he's in the wrestling business. Uh, yeah. that's gotta be a real highlight for you to know that, Hey, every time I show up to TV, my youngins here, come on. Well, you know, it is, uh, and there's, uh, there's a lot of it that makes it stressful for me because now I've got two things on my plate and this is just naturally, I don't, I don't have to do this, but I do. You, you, you worry about your job and then you worry about your son and how he's doing. Right. So that makes it kind of difficult in, in a way, but he's, he's a grown man. He's in his forties now and he knows what he's doing. And, uh, so yeah, uh, the fact that I get to see him every week, which I normally wouldn't because he lives in New Jersey. Right. It is really, really cool. The fact that I have to be concerned about how's it going for you, son? How's your day going? I always check in with him to see, um, and, um, that makes it difficult. So there, there's good and bad with that, but I'm proud of him, uh, that he's, uh, that he's done very well in the television business for himself. And he's so glad about uh, getting out of news. He hated news, really hated it. Um, and he has said to me that the worst days at AW are 10 times better than the best days at Fox news. Oh man. That's awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad to hear you guys are having fun and, uh, we're going to try to have some fun today, but before we do, we should remind everybody that, uh, you show up looking good to TV every single week. Thanks to our friends at Henson shaving Henson shaving happens to make one of my favorite products of all time. It's the Henson razor. And here's the deal, man. This thing is so high tech. Don't just take my word for it. Check this out. Henson shaving is not even, well, they didn't start out as a razor company. They're an aerospace parts manufacturer. These dudes make parts for the international space station and the Mars Rover. And now they're using their aerospace grade CNC machines to make the thinnest razors I've ever even heard about. I'm talking about 0.0013 inches is the thickness of these blades. That's less than the thickness of a human hair, Tony. And it means a secure and stable blade, which allows you to have a vibration free shave, which means no more nicks and cuts and scrapes. And the razor has built in channels to evacuate hair and cream. It's going to make clogging virtually impossible. So let me give you a heads up here. Henson shaving operates. The actual razor just uses a standard old school, double-edged blade. John Moxley is very familiar with this type of blade, except these are thinner than ever 0.0013 inches. So it has that old school feel, but all the benefits of new school tech. And what maybe I like best about Henson shaving is not only is it better than what you've been doing, it's given me the best shave I've ever had, but at the same time, it's also cheaper. It's only three to $5 to replace the blades. Now think about when you go down to the drugstore and you used to get replacement blades for your old gimmick razor, man, that's the most expensive thing in the store. It's the only thing they lock up. Think about that. You had to ask an associate to unlock it. So you could get replacement blades. What are we doing? Henson shaving has figured out how to make replacement blades. Just three to $5, not three to $5 a week, not three to $5 a month, not three to $5 a quarter, three to $5 a doggone year. This is a fantastic company. They wanted to make the best razor, not the best razor business. There's no plastic. There's no subscriptions. There's no proprietary blades. There's no planned obsolescence. Just the best razor you've ever had. And Tony, we got a special offer for them right now, don't we? It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. 
Visit HensonShaving.com slash WHW to pick the razor for you. And use code WHW and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. This is very important. Just make sure you add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash WHW and use code WHW at checkout. Tony, without further ado, I say we get into it. Let's watch a little old school Memphis wrestling. We're going to be watching an episode today from September 27th, 1986. Mm -hmm. And, uh, our, our man, Dave Silva has that beautiful bean footage. Let's roll it. Russell and Dave Bryant, we're along the ringside, ready to go with another big week of championship wrestling. Oh, David. big one indeed. This week, we are going to have a Mid-America title match. Tracy Smothers is going to be putting the belt on the line, going to be putting it on the line against the Ninja. This is a guy that we have not seen here, David, but boy, I'll tell you what, he brings in a world-class reputation in there, and Tojo has gone out, brought another one in, so he'll be challenging Tracy today. Going for the belt, and then a little bit later on, we'll have Torch in here, officially in the ring in a single match. Introduction of a new wrestler, Jet Star. Sato and Goto will be here again with Tojo Yamamoto. Lawler and Haskins will be teaming up against the Memphis Vice, and Fire and Flame will be here in the expiration of time match. Looks like a good one today. By golly, already we got a whole bunch in there. We still got a lot to go. That's good because we've got a championship match and others so we'll be looking forward to all of that take time out right now we're going to come wailing back with that mid-america title match i'm kind of excited about the commercials here America heavyweight championship match uh tojo yamamoto who will be introducing the challenger a little bit later so listen, man, studio wrestling back at its best 1986. And of course that was maybe the best year you guys ever had over at Jim Crockett promotions. Oh, let's listen to Tojo here. Television time. And I want to let the whole world know about you. You no good son of a gun. JD Jarrett, you no good American, uh, what do you call a punk word cannot express me everything. And I tell you, Eddie Marlin, I come to ask you before one month, one month about JD Jarrett that I want to wrestle JD Jarrett. No, you tell me. You, uh, Jerry Jarrett, get eye trouble. And then you tell me, hey, uh, Jerry Jarrett, shame I retire. What? Now all of uh, American people can see they have these pea brains. Jerry Jarrett can manage. Yeah, can hit us, can beat my brains and everything. That no good son of a gun, he can see. He, he cannot see with one eye. Look, he went mysterious, man. He breathed referee. He tried to hit me, tried to hit my, uh, my imperial boys. He's a no good son of a gun. And now I want to tell the whole fans again, I buy this time. Jerry, Jerry, you no good stinking crummy American punk, you. I'm going to get you and I'm going to let everybody know. You no good punk. You no good punk. I said, Banza! 
Got a special look coming up right here at uh, the team of Tracy Smothers and Paul Diamond, and it begins with uh, some action that occurred right here on Championship Wrestling. We can kill the audio here. Don't you call me? So, what do you think of uh, the, the old school Tojo Yamamoto promo? I mean, mm. we've touched on it before, I think, here on the program, but you know, these folks used to run here in my home market of Huntsville, Alabama. So, whenever I'm talking to an older person, someone in their 50s or 60s or what have you, they will routinely, uh, when, when wrestling comes up, you know, they'll say something like, so you still like that wrestling stuff. <laughs> and then of course I'll say, yes, ma'am. I do. Uh-huh. And then they'll say, boy, I remember and I don't watch anymore. Right. But when I was a kid, take me to go see Tojo Yamamoto. I mean, he's always <laughs> the first name that yes. they mention. and right. this, he's not a huge guy, but he had a great gimmick. He would come out and, and they would always reference this. He'd come out with his wooden shoes. I mean, just little things they remember that just stick out. So Tojo Yamamoto, while he may not have been a national star, certainly a huge territorial regional star. And back once upon a time before the advent of cable television, that's really what we had was big regional stars. Yeah. And, uh, we're watching a member of wrestling royalty there with Tojo Yamamoto. What'd you think of that promo, man? This is as old school as it gets, huh? That, that is old school. He was ad living as, as best he could. Yes. Uh, and I, and I, you know, you could tell that he wanted to say a, a four letter word big time, but he, but he would, uh, he would walk around that. So I, I never worked with him and, and, but I, I had heard of Tojo Yamamoto back in the Crockett days. I mean, you, you knew about him if you followed wrestling and you knew that he was a big part of the Memphis area. He had a, he had a name that just kind of rolled off the tongue. Yes, absolutely. It was very easy to say Tojo Yamamoto. Well, it's uh it's a different time as we see with the Ninja here. And listen, yeah. I understand that everybody watching this with the Ninja coming out wants to make fun of this. Cause Lord knows I would have, if this yeah. was WCW, well, I did when they had glacier and all that, but that was 10 years after this in, in the mid 1980s, uh, the VHS rental market was big business. Give us some context for that, Tony, like in your life, taking the kids down to the video store, renting some home movies. Talk to us about mm-hmm. that. Well, that's, uh, if you had a VHS and, and having a VHS back in the day was a big deal. Yeah. I don't know about you, but the first one we had was a Betamax. We had the beta. Okay. The, the smaller ones. And then we got into the VHS and you would go to the, you would go to the video store and obviously you would look at, at least far as we're concerned, you would look for children's movies and, uh, children's shows and things like that. But the movie market was big back then, but sports videos, especially wrestling videos were, were really a big deal back then. But uh, again, the, the trading market was big because the deals about VHS and of course now you got DVDs. I mean, you got DVRs, but the thing about VHS is you get the blank tapes and you record the show and then you watch it later. Right. That was almost a big, as a big a deal or even a bigger deal for us than going and, and renting videos or buying videos. We had stacks of home videos of, I even had a video camera that recorded on the VHS. When you, we would take the kids to Disney, we record on it like this over the shoulder, which was kind of pain in the ass. Cause you ended up as a dad being a, being just the cameraman instead of being a dad, 
instead of being a dad and, and you know, having get fun with your kids, you're just standing back watching it, shooting them with the video camera. But the, uh, the home video market was a big deal. A lot of independent mom and pop stores before Blockbuster became a big deal. It, it was a long time before we started running anything from Blockbuster. Was it for you too? Yeah, we didn't really have a Blockbuster. There were just law, uh, local, smaller, individual yeah. startup mom and pops. Uh, yeah. in, in this era, we would really start to get straight to home video movies. And a lot of those movies were B movies and C movies, meaning they're not big budgets, but in this era, America was really low key obsessed with ninjas. You had in, uh, so many ninja movies when you went to rent a movie, uh, and there would just be lots of ninja opportunities, American Ninja one, American Ninja 72, blah, blah, blah. Well, so now we've got a ninja, which means a guy wearing black socks and black pants and, and a black gi, uh, and, and a black, like Lucha mask that looks almost like a variation of the midnight rider mask. There's no silver, just all black. And he's coming out and, and just, I guess all you had to do to be a ninja back then, according to this guy, his ninja training just consisted of, I mean, just, it was almost like a Steven Seagal. I'm not moving any other part of my body, just my hands. Right. Uh, so listen, it is silly, no doubt, but, uh, this is what America was about here in 1986. And you see Tojo Yamamoto using the Singapore cane there, the kendo stick on, uh, on Tracy Smothers. And of course it only became known as a Singapore cane after that, that international incident in real American culture, I guess, in the early nineties, mm -hmm. uh, with the kid who, uh, who got, got the, the lashings with the, uh, the cane over in Singapore. And so ECW started calling it that, but I mean, years before Sandman was coming out, hitting people with a kendo stick, here's Tojo Yamamoto in 86 with one. Mm, right. That hat kills me too. That is just, it's, a, it's like if Mr. Miyagi had a card game, <laughs> you know, and that, that's another piece of it. I guess we should remind everybody that there was. Um, uh, that was just such a big part of, of entertainment back then. The karate kid. Right. I mean, what a big movie that was. And it's fresh right. in everybody's mind. And I, I think we ought to mention, uh, that. Okay. So we are, we are what, uh, 40, 45 years removed from Pearl Harbor. And still in wrestling ease, the Japanese and the Germans like very crank it up, crank it up. This is a commercial 16th to Carothersville, Indiana at the high school. We'll have more information about that later on. Also action coming up this Friday night, Clarksville, Tennessee at Northwest high school. Hope you'll be there Wednesday night here in Evansville at the Coliseum. Big card of action. Jet star in the opening match against the torch. Jeff Jarrett and Pat Tanaka take on Nikita Mokovic and man mountain Lake, a mid America title match as Tracy Smothers takes on the ninja managed by Tojo Yamamoto, an international tag title match as Sato and Goto take on Rick McCord and John Paul, an outstanding new young tag team. Big match. First main event. No time limit. No disqualification. The mask versus the hair as Fire and Flame take on Jerry Lawler and Tommy Rich. If Lawler loses, he'll have to shave his head.
head. If Tommy Rich loses, he'll lose his hair. If either Fire or Flame loses, one of them will lose the mask. And a big added match here in Evansville Wednesday night, Jerry Jarrett against Tojo Yamamoto. Coming in right now is Tracy Smothers. He'll be in action against the Ninja. Tojo and the Ninja did you dirty on That's TV. exactly right. You people all saw how that Ninja and that nothing happening Tojo stole my belt right here on TV. Now I know what to expect. When I come to Evansville, Indiana, I'm not coming for a wrestling match. I'm coming for a fight. And Tojo, I hope you get near that ring, brother, because I'm going to put this fist upside your bald head. Tracy's big shot at revenge Wednesday night here in Evansville. Jerry the King Lawler. You got a lot at stake coming up Wednesday night. Yeah, you got that right. You know, I've said in the past that I will never put my hair at stake again. But the stipulation on this match, I got too much to gain. So I want a chance to get those masks off of Fire and Flame because you see, that's the only way they've been able to keep those belts. They, you know, they switch in and out. You don't know. You can't tell one from the other. But without those masks, brother, those belts are going to be the next thing to fall. I got some fire of my own coming in for him. Wildfire Tommy Rich is going to be back in Evansville, Indiana. And we're not coming there to lose our hair. I can guarantee you that. We're coming there Wednesday night to show everybody just exactly what the faces of Fire and Flame look like. Outstanding tag team action and big action in Evansville. In the ring here, we still got plenty of action lined up today. Sato and Goto, uh, we've got lined up. Hey, uh, we can kill it. We'll be here. So, we'll so we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bleep that. Goodness yeah. gracious. <laughs> um, Gee, I remember that one, Dave. I, I, I don't know what was. I don't know what was more hilarious, him saying it or your reaction. Your reaction. I mean, I know people are gonna say, "Oh, it's a different <laughs> time," but. God damn. I didn't see that coming. Uh, uh, Let's listen to Jerry Lawler here. Help us. Lawler. Shoulders out. He I, called for a ring. I didn't see it. Now the way we called it was the fact that he didn't have a three, but you know, that's a referee's decision. And if that's all I can say on it, I, I, I think it's an unfortunate situation with Tracy, but, uh, as it stands, the mid America title now goes to the ninja. Well, it's not right. It's uh, you know, I don't think he had the guy's shoulders down. I think, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to comment that much on it, except for the fact all I could see was the guy's rear end showing out here, and Calhoun probably wanted to get the guy out of the ring or something. But I think it's a ripoff. I don't think there's, I think they need to. This is a case where you need a little instant replay. I don't think the guy's shoulders were counted down there, and I think uh, if if they let the guy keep the title on that, I think it's a big mistake. Well, I'm glad you said it because I happen to agree with you every word of it, Jerry. I do want to talk for just a second about uh, this title right here that you see back around the waist of the king. I'm. Really, really happy, Lance, to have the uh, Southern title back. I have been informed, and, and you know, this, is, this has been a, a strange situation. Uh, the ruling, I guess, has been in effect, and you and I talked about it once before when Dundee had two titles. Yes. The ruling has been in effect for a long, long time, but ap apparently, you know, sometimes they enforce it, sometimes they're not real, uh, uh, real quick on doing anything about it, but uh, I don't know if there was a lot of complaining of, from some of the other wrestlers or whatever, but uh, about three days after I won the Southern title, I did get a telegram from the CWA saying that... Uh, uh, that it's just one of the rules that a wrestler cannot hold two titles at once, like the international title and the southern and the title. Southern. So uh, they said you're going to have to make a choice on which one that you're going to want to hang on to and which one you're going to want to vacate. And uh, as let you, me guess. Okay, go, <laughs> go ahead and take a guess, Lance. You're right. A wild stab. I'm going to hang on to this southern title for two reasons. Yeah, one, I'm for that. One of the reasons being that, as you know, this puts you in line for a shot at the uh, World Heavyweight Champion whenever you can get him in this area. For another reason, the, the uh, 
the international title, while as glamorous as it may seem to some people, makes you do a whole lot more traveling out of the, out of the South, as a matter of fact, like, uh, uh, you know, traveling to, to other parts of the country, as a matter of fact, even to other countries and things like that, which I'm just, quite frankly, not crazy about. I like to stay right here around home, and uh, with this Southern title, that's what I plan to do, stay right here around the greatest wrestling fans in the world who helped me win this. Thank you, people. Okay, Gary, we appreciate the explanation on that, and I applaud your decision to keep the Southern belt. It is yours, as you had said before. That's right, Lance. I appreciate that. I got a big match coming up right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, you know, a lot of problems been, uh, have been surrounding this fire flame, and uh, just when a lot of the tag teams thought they had these guys figured out, all of a sudden they show up with the third man called the Torch. Torch. I'm going to be wrestling one of them. I don't know which one it is, but uh, what we need to do one way or the other is get the mass off of those guys, and then we We'll be able to tell them apart, and there won't be any of this problem. So that's what we're going to try to do right here today. Okay, so the king is going to be stepping in the ring uh, with the torch, uh, Dave, as as our next bout in here, and we'll have an opportunity to see in a single match. But the only thing I can say is that whenever you think you got a single match, don't be too sure when you got fire and flame and the torch around. While these guys do not look, you stand them up and you say, hey, I can tell those guys apart. You watch when you get into action with all of them dressed the same way. It's hard to tell. Just then, I thought it was fire and flame coming out. It was Torch who heads in the ring. We're ready, Dave. Right, so what do you think, Tony? Uh, we got um, the Torch here. Fire and flame, of course, uh, we have seen a little bit before. Um, Jody Hamilton is the flame. And the torch, of course, these guys are coming out in these masked assassin, number one and number two type masks, right? Uh, fire flame and the torch though, boy, this is a different time. Is it not? Yeah. It on many levels, I was mentioning before, uh, we, uh, settled in to hear that unforgettable Tracy Smothers, my goodness, uh, that, Hey, so, uh, apologies to everyone for that. We yeah, should have previewed we, this show. Right. We did not, it was picked and we said, Hey, we'll watch it. And Lord have mercy. We're going to mm. clean that up. But, uh, our sincere apologies did not see that one coming. Uh, I was excited to hear from Tracy Smothers and then kind of wished we hadn't. Right. So the next time he comes out, let's uh, be very careful. No uh, kidding. So we're 40, uh, 45 years removed from the uh, Pearl Harbor attack and, and and world war two, but even now 44 years removed, the, a lot of the enemies in wrestling, the bad guys in wrestling or guys like Baron von Raschke, the Germans, right. Right. And Japanese uh, characters like Tojo Yamamoto. So uh, you can see how time was different back then because guys who were in world war two were like, you know, probably like in their fifties, sixties had been in world war two and those were the people you wanted to come in and did Jerry Lawler just win that match just like that quickly. Yep. He's cutting and they're, yeah. they're going to have an angle here. You see Jody Hamilton Jody. stomping around. He ain't happy. I think that is that Jody. They just waddled it. No, that's Jody on the outside. That's I miss studio cool. wrestling. I wish it was a, a more regular part. Yeah. The NWA doesn't do it anymore. Do they? Uh, yeah, they do a little bit, but I mean, it's not, it's not quite the same. I mean, when, when, when the NWA first came back and they were doing power, that was, uh, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. As you can see, if you're uh, watching this, I have two dog beds here now. 
What's up with that? Why, why, why are you, why are you trying to ruin bugs life? Oh, bug doesn't care. He doesn't. Oh. As long as he's got a bed, he doesn't care. Okay. Uh, but usually I have both dogs in here with me. Um, he's pretty cool about it. At least what he tells me he's pretty cool about. It. Hey, uh, we should say hello to, uh, just a handful that joined us live. Absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, Mr. Epic was the first. No, Chris Domino. Chris was the first to join us and Mr. Epic and, uh, uh, Lindsay is here with us. Yambag Jones has joined us. Doug Ritter is here. Josh Fields in the micro. You know what? Um, flame here is actually Roger Smith. Roger Smith. Yeah. Did I ever work with Roger Smith and fire is Don Bass. Okay. I don't remember any, any, either one of these guys. Roger Smith uh, also wrestled as uh, Dirty Roads. Oh, well, we saw Dirty Roads on the last episode. Let's track it here. Let's see what they're going to say. If he can beat me, we'll all three take these masks off right now. If he can if beat he you, can beat me, we will take these masks right off. Well, he's had two matches, Jerry. He's saying, if you will wrestle fire and you can beat him, all three of them will take the mask off. Today, he means right now, all three of them. That's what he's saying, man. It's up to you. Now, you've already had two matches. Is he saying yes? Is he saying yes? He's already beat Torch, then Flame. That's right. That's exactly what he's saying. All three of them take their mask off if you can beat him, Jerry. So, so Tony, this is really probably more Lance Russell than you've ever heard before. Just these yeah. two episodes. Right. Uh, if you grew up in that area, of course, he is your voice of wrestling. What'd you think of, uh, listening back? What do you think of Lance Russell here? I love Lance Russell. I, I, I you know, well, I did get a chance to work with Lance in WCW. Oh, that's right. All right. Uh, Lance was a really intelligent, wonderful man. He, he was. And, and, and I remember listening to some of his older stuff. I didn't listen to much of it. But right. back in the day, and every everything I listened, I, I just loved what he did. You know, it it goes to the point to where uh, it goes back to this Hall of Fame thing, right? We talk about is he in the WWE Hall of Fame? I think he is. Let me double check on that. I think he just recently went in. Let's throw that in our Google machine and see. He's in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, right? He's in the NWA hall of fame, right? And he's in the cauliflower rally club mm -hmm. and he's in the Memphis wrestling hall of fame mm -hmm. and he's in the hall of heroes for the mm -hmm. NWA wrestling legends, mm -hmm. but he's not yeah. in the WWE hall of fame. So there you go. So w when you, when you and I have talked about a lot, uh, what do you think about the, the, the WWE hall of fame? There's the reason why I think I should never be in it because Lance Russell, Bob Cottle, and many of the guys who have been regional announcers before should be in there 
long before I should ever be in there. And if they are not in there, then I, I, I scream bullshit about the whole thing. They just powdered Jerry Lawler. And they beat his ass. Uh-huh. Uh, well, listen, if they put Bob Cottle in and they put Lance Russell in, then you'll go in. That's what you're saying. No, then I'll, uh, I'll be happy. Okay. This was, uh, this was Jody Hamilton who was in the ring and, uh, Jody was like two years removed from being the mask assassin along with, uh, Hercules Hernandez at Jim Crockett promotions. That was like 84 when they were there, when I first started. And now I guess he's obviously in Memphis as the flame. Look at that. I thought it was pretty funny that the referee didn't even notice the powder. It was all over the place. Well. He just counted it and like didn't even like look around like, where's the, here's the powder again. And it almost hit the referee. <laughs> Track it, track it. We got it. My warehouse is way overstocked with first quality name brand furniture that I got to sell immediately to raise cash fast. So you help me and I'll help you to the furniture buy of a lifetime. Like these big man recliners from just $97. All wood dinettes, only $129. This five piece living room group is only $4.99. So come on down, help me whip up on high prices with the best deals in town and free financing for a year. That's Lawler's Discount Furniture, 1500 North Garvin here in Evansville. Hurry and save. Wrestling fans, you want to mark your calendar around Owensboro, Kentucky on November 3rd. 13th, a Thursday night, Davies County High School. Action's coming there, sponsored by the Athletic Booster. Silva, Club. have the dump button ready. When you hear racial slurs, dump it, kind sir. God damn. Fire Department. And this Friday night, Clarksville, Tennessee at Northwest High School. Action coming there. Hildale Civitan Club and Northwest High School sponsoring it. Tickets are now on sale. Commerce Union Bank in Clarksville and Lowe's Hardware Center. Wednesday night, Evansville Coliseum. Action galore as Jetstar takes on the torch. Jeff Jarrett and Pat Tanaka against Malkovich and Man Mountain Link. A Mid-America title match, Tracy Smothers against the Ninja with Tojo Yamamoto. An international tag title match, Sato and Goto against Rick McCord and John Paul, an outstanding new tag team. Plus, no disqualification, no time limit, Mass versus Hair, Fire and Flame against Lawler and Tommy Rich. And a big added attraction, Jerry Jarrett against Tojo Yamamoto. All that action coming up Wednesday night, Evansville Coliseum. Don't miss it. We'll be seeing Sato and Goto in a match uh, coming up in so, just a moment. Dude, we got to talk about that Jerry the King Lawler furniture commercial. I mean, that was good stuff right there. We, we gotta, we gotta get more of that. Do you think we could get some some AEW commercials like that inside a Rampage or Dynamite? I would love to see Kenny Omega standing on some furniture. That would be that would be tremendous, but the answer is no. Uh, I love the fat guy in the recliner for only 97 bucks. Oh dude. The big man recliner. Yeah. They called it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want one of those today. Yeah. The next time we watch Memphis wrestling, we better make sure that we have a lot of commercials, like 40 of them. Yeah. Right. I, um, I loved the old commercials from last time, but man, that one was fun. But I wonder, do you think Lawler just sold furniture or did he rent furniture too? Well, I guess we should say this. I would guess there's almost no chance that was actually his furniture store. And right. he was probably just doing a licensing deal. I'm sure they called it Lawler's furniture in mm -hmm. Evansville. Right. But you know, come on. He's, uh, he's just getting a yeah. payday. Of course he is. Those it's furniture, those furniture commercials back then though, if you recall the gimmick was, oh my gosh, he's got yellow paint. This is going to be the yellow paint angle here. 
the yellow paint angle. Yes. Back then, you know, it's a different era. Mm-hmm. You, when you would challenge someone's, uh, gumption, their manlyhood, their guts, you would say you're not yellow. Are you sort of like they right. used to back in the old, uh, back to the future movies. You're not chicken. Are right. you? So, yeah, I don't think it was a racial slur back then. It's just yellow was the, was the color. You were, you were a coward. You were a coward, right? Yes. You were a chicken. Chickens are, some of them are yellow. Well, the ones they throw at Cody Rhodes when he doesn't win at WrestleMania are. I'm unfamiliar with that. So Cody Rhodes was in, uh, there's this huge wrestling event every year that WWE puts on called WrestleMania. And this past year, earlier this year, they did two nights of it. And so it was like, whatever closed night one was, was kind of a main event, but whatever closed night two was the real main event. And Cody Rhodes, who used to work with, I believe he was on the program and he was in the main event and he lost. And after he's laying there losing as he does, they threw a yellow chicken. Who did fans, 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 people who bought a ticket to the program threw a yellow chicken in the ring. They threw a squeeze toy chicken. Okay. And it landed near his head. And as they're getting a shot of him convalescing in disbelief, I can't believe I lost. And Uh as 80,000 people thought the same thing. Can't believe he lost in the shot framed up right beside him, a yellow squeeze toy chicken. Uh-huh. Uh, whoever threw that should be banned from wrestling for the rest of their lives. I hope they found it. Oh, look at there. Track it. Oh, I, 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 pardon me for laughing. I, I gotta tell you. Stop it. Yeah. They're stopping them. Uh-oh. Referee has just stopped the match. Okay, come on, come on. Pat Tanaka hit on the head with that paint can, and now he is just killed. Yamamoto with the yellow paint all over him, where Jeff Jarrett and Tanaka sneaked up behind him. Tojo holding Jeff and beating Tojo. Tanaka is unconscious and Goto still kicking on him. As Yamamoto. So this is the same Tarzan Goto who was in the King of the Deathmatch tournament. Just so you have frame of reference for that, Tony. The King of the Deathmatch tournament that Cactus Jack and Terry Funk did that really changed Deathmatch and hardcore wrestling here. It was such a big deal in 95. Well, that's Tarzan Goto in the ring, uh, holding uh, Jeff Jarrett back. A very young. Didn't we watch that hardcore? We have. And Goto was a big part of that. And uh, Yamamoto's just wearing Jeff out with the kendo stick and the belt. And, and fans in this era are very familiar with the belt because they used to have things like they would call in Memphis, I believe a country whipping boy match or something like that. Uh, a country boy whipping match, whatever it was. The idea was fans would be around the ring and they would take their belts off. They'd, they'd make sure they were holding the buckle in their hand. You couldn't hit them with the buckle. And then like a lumberjack match when the fans came out or when the wrestlers spilled out onto the floor, just wear their ass out with your own belt. So. Tojo, after having the yellow paint dumped on him, because he's a chicken, uh, now they are, uh, oh, how about that? 
So we're watching it from Evansville. I guess that makes sense for Lawler's commercial. This is the right. Evansville feed that's been ripped. Right. I think your boy Vince Russo used to live in Evansville. Okay. Who do they, who do they have here? Who's the guy in the tie they have? Let's track it here. Let's see. get him back they beat on him terrible oh man god watch his back eddie watch his back so that was eddie marlin this is uncalled for. well you're right uncalled just... for. he's calling everybody dirty cowards <laughs> he's got two choices he can come out here right now and fight me come on now, eddie uh, eddie get him out here no get him out here that's not the way to handle it eddie He's talking about firing Tojo if he doesn't come out, but I don't think that's a way to handle it. You need to help Jeff out of here. Eddie Marlin saying, get Tojo out here. He's not out here by the count of 10. He's fired. We need to help Jeff out of here. Come on, Eddie. Get him another time. Jet well, Yamamoto's not out here, Eddie. You can get him. fired, but that's not going to save him from getting his beating. He's going to get his beating right no, here. No, come on, Eddie. Yes, come he is. No. Eddie! I'll tell you, what a mess. This is... Well, thanks to Yamamoto and all of them. We come up here, we got the paint in here. They were going to paint somebody on the back. They ended up getting it uh, dumped over Tojo, which we don't approve of in here. All right, Tojo. We've had enough. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Hey, come on, Where Tojo. Is Where is the now, fuck? Listen. Where is the fuck? Where is the fuck? Let go of me Where now. I'm you telling you. you I'm going to tell you one thing. You're just about to get yourself sued. Wait till Eddie Marnell runs out of there. Then you come back in. He's not looking for you. You're going to get cheered. Oh, my. As Eddie comes through the ropes, Tojo hits him with salt right in the eye. Tony, you would just walk around with a pocket full of salt. <laughs> I mean, I think you should have that on you just in case MJF gets out of pocket sometime backstage. That would be great. Just have a pocket full of salt mm -hmm. yeah. and just. Mm -hmm. So just to add context, Eddie Marlin is uh, Jeff Jarrett's grandfather, right? We, we saw him on the last episode. That's right. Right. And Tojo Yamamoto, obviously, and, and Eddie Marlin are, uh, legendary names in this market. Right. Uh, this would be, uh, you know, like, um, man, it's hard to even add context here, but just, they've been in this territory forever and look who's back. Jeff Jarrett sliding back in here. Mm -hmm. 
So, and I think and that's t- Pat Tanaka with him, right? Yes. Right. And, uh, this is pretty good. I, uh, as an announcer, I, I like how they have Lance Russell as an authoritative figure. Yes. Who kind of, he's not only announcing, he kind of get involved in things. You get out of here. You know, he walked out to ringside when Jeff was getting beaten and he tried to chase guys off and did not take any guff. And this is good. This is, this pretty heavy angle here. It's a big time angle. And, uh, it drew, it drew money for them. Yeah. Of course, this is not the, uh, the peak of Memphis. I think the, uh, I think most people would say that the peak of Memphis was maybe four or five years before this, but still, uh, the territory is still making money here. And this is the era where, you know, you're working seven shows a week. It's a different town every night. Yeah. Sometimes eight. So you gotta have these, uh, look at a young Jeff Jarrett with those cowboy boots. And look at see look at Lance, man. He's giving it to Tojo here. Yes, yes. You in criminal court, they'll have you. Now you get out of here, and I'm telling you what, don't put your hands on me. You better. We'll be back in just a moment. They're gonna take a break. We will too. Man, all I can think about as I see Jeff Jarrett getting worn out is, uh, I wish he had some athletic greens back then. Cause if you're going to get your ass beat, man, and by the way, life, uh, boy, it'll just do a number on you. If you're not careful, why not do everything you can to have some all in one nutritional insurance. My wife and I started taking AG one at the start of the pandemic. She was intent on trying to optimize our immune system. She knew if I was going to take a supplement, it needed to actually taste good. Well, AG one checks all the boxes. With just one delicious scoop of AG1, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, literally everything you need to help you start your day right. You see, it's a special blend of ingredients that's going to support your gut health and your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all of the things. It's also lifestyle-friendly. Whether you're trying to do keto or paleo, maybe you're vegan or dairy or gluten-free, well, AG1's for you. It has less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, and somehow it still tastes good. It's going to support better sleep quality and better recovery. It's going to support better mental clarity and alertness. And uh, we like to think of it as our all-in-one nutritional insurance. Now, don't just take our word for it. Tony and I love it, but there's more than 7,000 five-star reviews for this product. So you know it's the good stuff. And Tony, right now, I think we've got a special offer. It's time to reclaim your health right now and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. It's that simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com WHW. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash WHW to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Tony, we have, uh, we've seen a lot of old school, fun wrestling angles. Now, normally we've seen those through the lens of Jim Crockett promotions, but we're getting a flavor for a different area, a different region. And I'm curious from your perspective, 
is there another set of TV that you'd like to see? So like we've seen a lot of Charlotte and now we've seen some Memphis mm-hmm. and of course, I guess it counts. Maybe kinda we've seen some Philadelphia with ECW. Is there another yeah. promotion you'd be interested in watching here on WHW? Yeah. I'd love to see some OAWA, and I'm not talking about the ESPN version, right? The old school stuff, the old school stuff, the old, uh, regional local TV, Minneapolis or whatever. I'd love to be able to see that. Is it available? Uh, there is some on there. Uh, we, we can, we can certainly, uh, look for some of that. I'd like to watch some world-class if we could yeah. find some, I'd like to see some championship wrestling from Florida. And maybe mm-hmm. even mix it up and do a little Portland. Maybe yeah, we'll let's, en- uh, let's endeavor to do all of that this year. Yeah. How about continental wrestling with Gordon oh, Soli? Yes. I love that. Now yeah. that's, that's my home market. Right. So let's, uh, let's do a poll over at WHW Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll throw it up and see what you guys want us to do next. We're going to try to do them all this year. I'm having fun mm-hmm. with this old territory wrestling. So if you haven't already go find us on social media at WHW Monday, And we want to hear from you. What do you want to see next? We're going to do them all. And then once we figure out which one we want to do next, we'll take suggestions. And if we can find that, we will definitely do it. want to also give a shout out to everybody riding along shotgun with us from the WHW Patreon. And of course, over on adfreeshows.com, uh, Barat is with us this morning. And of course, Mm -hmm. uh, coach Rosie, coach Rosie's actually saying maybe some San Francisco wrestling. That's actually a good idea. Do you remember ever seeing anything, uh, with Pat Patterson as a tag team wrestler? No, supposedly his stuff from way back when they're the greatest tag team of all time. I would love to see some of that. Josh fields is with us. Uh, shout out to him. Antonio showed up early for us. Appreciate that. There's Domino Chris and Hey, there's Lindsay. Greatly appreciate all of you turning up so early on a Monday morning, man. I don't know, man. I'm pretty pumped about some territory wrestling. I I think I'd like to see some world-class next. I don't know why this would be great. Yeah. It would, and it's out there. I mean, it, uh, I think it's uh, a lot of that stuff's available on the, on the network, right? Yes, it is. I, I, I didn't have a chance to see it yet, but you know, our pal Mick Foley, he's working on that show. Most wanted treasures where they're going and finding some old wrestling memorabilia over on a and E on Sunday nights. And huh. as I understand it, our group chat is talking this morning about how WWE just acquired a lot of the Poffo promotion from Kentucky, which was like a rival promotion to what we're watching here with the CWA in Memphis. Wow. That was the outlaw promotion. So they got a bunch of those tapes together. So I'm anxious to see what that looks like because, you know, back in those days, uh, Tony, the Poffos, like Randy Savage would come on TV and just call out Jerry Lawler. And it wasn't, they're not working together. Like he's trying to do whatever he can to be that challenger brand to get some attention. I mean, do you think something like that could work these days? You guys tried it once before with, with WCW. I mean, Eric Bischoff challenged Vince McMahon to a fight at Slamboree mm-hmm. and people bought the dog on show. Of course, Vince didn't show Why would he? But, right. um, what do you think about that? The challenger brand, just calling out the competition on TV like that. Um, uh, I, I was never for that. Why is that? I, I, I always, I always went with, uh, what I considered being Coca-Cola instead of Pepsi back in the day. I don't know if you remember it. You probably know back in the day, they, uh, Coke would promote its product and Pepsi would promote its product and even mention in a way, Coca-Cola, right? Uh, Burger King always talked about being B 
being better than McDonald's, but McDonald's never talked about Burger King. Number one never talks about number two. Hertz never talked about Avis. Right. Avis promoted we're number two and trying harder. Why would you say that? Right. I, I, I just think you don't I, I just think you ignore the comment. I think you put your time and your energy into promoting your product and not even mentioning the other product. That's the best thing to do. Vince never did that. Right. Until Nitro started. And then it all changed. I mean, he, he sent, he sent uh, what DX to Norfolk, right? <clears throat> so, but I, I believe in ignoring them because I believe any promotion is good promotion. Well, I, uh, I know sometimes it just feels like, you know, the competition, I mean, well, and this happens a lot in business, like the guy who's steering the ship, he gets a hard on for the competition. And Tony, I know whenever you want a hard on, you reach for a blue chew. Blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis and Levitra, but in chewable form and at a mm. fraction of the cost. You can take mm. them anytime day or night. So plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You'll sign up at bluechew.com. You'll consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online. That means no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluechew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. But there won't be anything discreet about your package. (laughs) Tony, uh, when you want to get your ding dong real, real hard. You reach for a blue chew, don't you? Yes, I do. What was the last time you think you, uh, now show us with your hands. Cause I think you've moved the tape measure now. Show us with your hands, like a before and after for you with blue chew, mm-hmm. uh, before, before. Okay. All right. Nub, nub Jones. Mm-hmm. And then after. Listen, percentage wise, that's pretty substantial. That's pretty, that's pretty substantial percentage wise. That's all I got. So, right. Well, you just, you did it again right there at the end. I don't know if you did that intentionally, but oh, wow. Okay. It's getting bigger by the minute. Blue chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Do some ninja moves, Tony. Try blue chew free (laughs) promo code WHW. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is WHW to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We want to thank bluechew for sponsoring today's podcast. Let me just mention, if you're not watching the show on YouTube, you're missing half the fun. Uh, we got a few minutes left in this Memphis program. Dave Silva, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. I think we're about, uh, well, we're, I don't know if we're set to go or not, but we're going to get them back in here. You can see the yellow paint all over the left, uh, lower left side of your screen there. It's also in the ring. Uh, Jim Jameson stepping back in there, this time with David Haskins. And here come Jerry Bryan and Big Lou Winston, the Memphis Vice. Jameson? Is Lawler scared of something? Is he afraid to come out here with the Memphis Vice or what? I don't know where Lawler is. Well, go get him. We saw Lawler. We want Lawler. Go get him. Don't know where he is. Word from the dressing room is he is left. Word from the dressing room is he is left. 
Jim Jamison stepping well, in as a substitute. Here's what I have me interrupt and say. Right after his match with Fire and Flame, Lawler left. He said he's not going to put up with that kind of stuff. He left and said he would be the... Hey! He knows the Memphis bias we don't know is where a source is. to be reckoned with, baby. I'm telling you, you're afraid to, Lola. You come out here and fight like a man, boy. If he's scared, tell him stay in the back. I don't, don't think he's scared. He's boring. I, ring will bring I, him to I don't think he's scared. I don't think he's scared, I, but he's gone. He's not here. Jim Jameson substituted. Right. So listen, I like these, uh, these storylines, this story, this show long thread. What do you think? I do too, but the video font said Jerry Lawler. Oh, of course it did. Yeah. Well, because he was supposed to be here. Okay. But that was the plan. That's why he's saying, Hey, we wanted Lawler. Why is he not out here? Well, he's not out here because of the whole fire and flame thing. We've got, uh, the group chat going off today. Everybody, uh, chiming in with what they'd like to see us do next. Antonio wants to see championship wrestling from Florida. Doug Ritter letting us know that global would be fun. Mr. Epic says new England championship wrestling. I don't know anything hmm. about that. Yambag Jones wants to know is Monday morning where we're recording here. Going to be a regular thing now. Well, it was this week because they ran two house rules, by the way, house rules coming to Huntsville, Alabama in a couple of weeks. Pick up your tickets now at AEWTIX.com. So Tony was out and about. And of course, as you're uh, listening to this yesterday was mother's day. So Tony, I forgot to say this at the top of the show, but. What in the world? Did you see that drop kick that totally missed and he still sold it? <laughs> so a guy put his head down for a leapfrog Jones and his opponent threw a drop kick and they both sold it. The drop kick was to thin air. Well, there you go. I, I, I bet Lawler wishes he hadn't left the building yet. <laughs> uh, anyway, as I was saying, Tony, happy mother's day, motherfucker. Yeah. Same to you. Uh, Took Lois out to eat yesterday for Mother's Day. Got in about uh, about nine. Got home about nine a.m. from uh, Salem, Virginia, and the uh, house rules. I really really enjoyed Salem, Virginia. I saw that Doug uh, Ritter was it Doug uh, that went to uh, no Josh Fields went to House Rules in Corbin, Corbin, Kentucky. How about that? Right. Yeah. Doug Ritter was saying that Shakara is a, is a newer territory. They used to be an independent in the Northeast. Maybe they're still around, uh, yeah. but they used to do some really fun, silly stuff. I think you'd like it. And, and maybe if we watch that one, maybe we could get Eddie Kingston to do a watch along with us. Cause that's his stuff. By the way, shout out to Eddie. He, uh, posted to social media, a photo of him uh, in a hospital bed, uh, not too long ago. And I don't, I'm like not, that. I'm not going to disclose, but, uh, that's his business. Either way. Just glad to hear that he's on the mend. There was a screenshot of him my daughter sent to me because Laurie is a big Eddie Kingston fan. Who's How could not? you not be? Yeah. Yeah. And I sent it back to him. I said, this is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. Uh, I got to talk to Eddie. <clears throat> he was in Orlando right before he had his surgery. And we were down there for the ROH shoot. And I got to talk to Eddie before that. Uh, uh, I am a... Uh, I'm a better person in wrestling because of Eddie Kingston. Really? Just, yeah. Just, just, uh, just getting to know him has been, has been great. Great question here from coach Rosie, uh, over in the group chat. Thanks for showing, joining in live. By the way, when you join adfreeshows.com, you can not only get these shows early and ad free, you can actually be a part of the live taping, a part of our live studio audience. Coach wants to know. 
What do you think would have happened to Jerry Lawler if he went to work at Crockett full-time? Now, lots to unpack here, and there's a lot of reasons why that wouldn't have happened. He owns part of this territory, so he's not only getting top guy pay, he's also getting owner pay. So if tickets are great, man, not only does he get paid for wrestling on the show, but uh, he's going to be splitting up the lion's share of the cash. So I understand why he didn't do that, but man, Lawler full-time and Crockett, that could have been fun, no? That could have been fun. I don't know if it would have worked because, you know, I don't, Lawler would have again, being an owner of the business and being a top guy, maybe would not have been the top guy Crockett, but it would have been fun. If you think about some of the, uh, some of the angles they could have done in some of the matches, the promos, you know, we had those, uh, those bill after interviews, right? We did yeah, on that set. We brought Lawler in one time to do one of those. That's where I first met him. He came to the Crockett office and did one of those with, with Bill Apter. And I don't know where it lives, where it airs, but we aired it. Bill Apter on that set with Jerry Lawler. We need to try to find that from back in the eighties. So Memphis vice, uh, leaves these, uh, these young fellas laying here and, uh, Lance Russell is back. Hey, um, something I don't think we've watched. And this was mentioned to us over on Twitter. Eddie, 2003 PRT says, what did Tony think of the Andy Kaufman thing as it was going on? So when we talk about Memphis, we always talk about Jerry Lawler, but right. man, that, that business with Andy Kaufman, look at the hammer here right now. Cause I got a message from you. I just got off the phone with Jerry Jarrett explaining exactly what happened on it down there. So don't come out here swinging that. All right, you may get in a licking. Yeah. No, I don't want to fight you, but I'll tell you what you're not going to do. You're not going to push me around in that. I may only get one lick, but I'll hit you right in the face with this. He's not worth to fight an old man old school like you. Yeah, all right. Well, just remember that, because I'll tell you, if I don't get my one lick, it'll be a good one right in the back. I don't want to fight you, Tojo. I'll tell you what you are, though. I said it before. You're trash. You're absolutely a disgrace to your people. You do sneaky things. I talked to Jerry Jarrett. You're screaming, get me Jerry Jarrett. I told him what you did to Eddie Marlin, what you did to his son, Jeff Jarrett, out there. He said three words, sign the match. He's not afraid of you. One eye or any of that. I'm going to beat that dirty dog. All right. Yeah, you beat him. This is one time. I don't pull for too many, Ral. I do pull for some, but I don't just openly root for somebody to get hurt. But I'll tell you one thing, Dave. This is a situation where I'm going to be sitting, waiting, watching for Jerry Jarrett. There's a time when you've got to do things, and Jerry Jarrett feels the same way. He's got one eye that's bad. He's got the other eye that partially been histoplasmosis. But he is a man, and he's not going to put up with that kind of stuff happening out there. And he will meet Yamamoto in the ring. He'd rather meet him in the parking lot if he was right out here. But the match, he said, and I applaud him for it, sign the match. There's a time you got to do things. The match is signed. We'll take time out. Be back in a moment. We got more of it. Oh, God. Lance was freaking Lance. was He was freaking wonderful, wasn't he? With a hammer, dude. Yeah. I'll get one shot in. Right between your eyes or whatever. He's dirty, hairy with a hammer out here. Oh, oh here we go. 
Friday night, Northwest High School, be sure to be there. Big action Wednesday night at the Coliseum. Jet Star will take on the torch in the opening match. Jeff Jarrett and Pat Tanaka tag team action against Nikita Mokovic and Man Mountain Link. A Mid-America title match. Tracy Smothers takes on the Ninja with Tojo Yamamoto. An international tag title match. Sato and Goto with Tojo take on Rick McCord and John Paul, an outstanding new tag team. Then, a big main event. No time limit, no disqualification. It's the mask of against the hair, fire and flame against Jerry Lawler and Tommy Rich. And then as an added attraction, Jerry Jarrett takes on Tojo Yamamoto. Fire and flame, mask versus the hair against Lawler and wildfire Tommy. Tough stipulations, brother, for tough men. That's just the way I like it. Because the stipulations that Eddie Marlin has been putting on the team, the fire and the flame and the torch, brother, are astronomical. They're hard to overcome. And I can't figure out now for the life of me why Tommy Rich and Jerry Lawler would go against the odds. And you know what we've been doing for weeks when we found out about that we're going to sign this match? We've been deciding whose hair, we're, you know, Lawler must have been in at least 50 hair matches. We might even cut his hair. And that Tommy Rich goes around that big, long, pretty blonde hair thinking he's somebody. Well, he's a sissy if you really want to know the truth. We really haven't made up our mind, like I said. But right there Wednesday night, Evansville, you will see our choice. Tojo Yamamoto, action galore. Yeah, Tracy Smothers, I tell you what, you're not the champion. You are sitting champion, but my ninja is a real champion, and he's going to hold a belt for a long, long time. Now, Jerry Jarrett, you no good son of a gun, dirty, rotten dog. You What you done, what son done to me, I don't forget that. Jerry Jarrett, I'm telling you, all these years, you've been hiding in the closet. Now you must come out and fight me. And I tell you what, when I beat you up and torture you, after I'm going to lay you down your body, I'm going to put the rising sun flag on top of your body. I'll tell you this, just watching this, I have decided, oh, Thompson and Murphy. I can't wait to see my, my grandpa come out here. I I've decided seeing this fat guy in the assassin mask here, uh, the fire, the flame and the torch. That's what me, Cassio and silver are going to do for Halloween this year. You're going to be the fire, the flame and the torch. Yeah. Just fat guys wearing yellow masks. All right. Uh, Lindsay put on their worst mask ever. The, those were kind of like cookie cutter masks. Uh, that's what the assassins wore. Yes. Those were Jody Hamilton type masks. Those yes. were very, very prevalent back in the day. And yeah, I didn't like them either. They kind of took the lips and pushed the lips. See in Memphis type thing. Maybe we should do a show in masks. <laughs> Maybe that could be our gimmick. We ought, we ought to check with Mike today. Cause he has a large collection of masks. Well, we can also just go to highspots.com and get a shit right. ton of them. Mm. Maybe that should be our thing. Maybe we do, uh, for whenever we watch these old territories, we'll, that should be it. We'll watch right. the show as the characters we'll, and, and like, we'll wear the masks, and then maybe we could get you to read rap, not you, but what would your gimmick name be? If you wore a mask, what would your name be? Uh, stubby, the stub, stubby. the s snub nose, the pea shooter, the pea shooter, <laughs> Mr. Stub, <laughs> snub nose Jones. Oh, uh, fuck. I got it. We need you an orange mask, an orange mask with black trim. Oh, look, Lawler's back and he's got a handful of baby powder. 
hit with it. I thought he left the building. In an earlier match. He went to the grocery store. Against fire. And he returns the favor going against all three of them. They all have flour in their face. And Lawler takes care of all of them and then leaves the area. Fire and flame have been declared the winner by referee Jerry Calhoun due to outside interference. So that's where we stand at the moment. Fire and flame, one fall up in an expiration of time match with time beginning to run short. Well, why did Lawler have all of that flour? Was he trying to make biscuits in the back or what was going on? Yeah, right. Looking for gravy. By the way, let Ooh. me just tell you, uh, Dave Silva made a breakfast recommendation for a new uh, breakfast place over the weekend that just opened up here in Huntsville. Yeah. It's called biscuit belly. And he was bragging to belly? me. He's like, oh man, you got to try their biscuits and gravy. Mm-mm-mm. So I, you know, Silva's a fat guy. I'm like, he knows good eating. I'm going to do that. So I order bacon and I order biscuits and gravy. I don't even normally eat that, but let me just give you a little pro tip of all the places that are like chains or whatever. The best gravy is uh Hardy's. Is it? Nobody wants to admit that, but Cassio kid and I agree. And that's, you know. Fat guys tested, fat guy approved. Stupid ass Silva <laughs> says, Oh, biscuit belly, dude. It is the worst shit I have ever had. Really? Oh, just awful. And I didn't commit. I didn't just cover the whole thing. I just dipped the tip. That's what I like to do. I like to dip the tip. Okay. All right. And, uh, yeah, it was not good. So save your, save yourself some ducats. So man, what do you think? Uh, the, uh, that's going to be the end of the show. They're trying to put a, a, a cap on this. Do you think after all the silliness and craziness and violence that we've seen with John Moxley and Kenny Omega, we talked about it at the top of the show. Do you think things could escalate to the point where maybe Moxley comes out with a bag of flour? I mean, fuck the glass like that flower looked devastating or yellow paint, right? Yeah. Throw yellow paint in his face. Well, I mean, we're, we're spraying, we got the spray, uh, green paint with the outcast now, but yeah, I like flower security provided by, well, buddy, there were run-ins all night. Y'all need new security guys. (laughs) Uh, Eddie wants to know, Tony, what'd you think of the Andy Kaufman thing as it was going on? Did you think that was going to be as big as it was? Uh, yes, I did because I thought it was real. Right. Yeah. So when did, when did you realize? That wrestling was uh, a show. Well, of course, when I first started, but I thought that was real. But Bill Bill After was the one that smartened me up to it. Bill After said, "I need to tell you something. Uh, that was all a work. I orchestrated the whole thing." I went, "Are you serious?" He went, "Yeah." And the movie Man in the Moon, right? When they did that shot where they. You saw him talking to Andy Kaufman and this guy is talking about how great the angle was and they do the reverse camera angle where you realize it's, it's Lawler talking. And during the movie, they realize they exposed that it was an angle in the movie theater where I was, you could hear audible gasp like, Oh my God, really? It, there were a lot of people who watched that, who went to that movie thinking that angle was real. And we're smartened up during the movie. That's how well it was done. 
it uh, was something else. It was uh, national stuff. Yeah. Uh, Richie Ray wants to know, Tony, did you ever see the concession stand brawl? Yes. What'd you think? That was pretty fucking amazing. Uh, I saw the concession stand brawl at uh, Jim Cornette's house because he had it on videotape back when he worked for the uh, Crockett's in the late eighties. And he told me the story that one of the, uh, one of the, uh, the Japanese wrestlers, I don't know who it was in that original brawl because they had broken a, uh, a bottle when they threw it at him, a shard of glass went down his ear and ruptured his eardrum. Damn nation. Yeah. And he showed me the spot. I think it was when they threw mustard on him. It just went right down in the ear. So, yeah, I saw that uh, at Jim Cornette's house. Uh, Brad Stanton wants to know, was Memphis ahead of its time? Um, I, in many, maybe in ways it was. Uh, Production-wise, obviously it wasn't. But I think in realism and in angles, and as far as getting the announcers involved, yeah, it was. Uh, here's one from, uh, Nick Jones, Tony, how big was Tojo Yamamoto's penis? The size of a Singapore cane. Well, from what I understand, uh, Bobby wants to know, Tony, at this point in your career, Hmm. pre WCW, this was the Crockett era. What were Hmm. your career goals? Uh, to be a major league baseball announcer. Would you have cared what team? No. I work with Jack Brickhouse, uh, if you'll recall, that we did WGNs. And Jack and I worked together a lot. And Jack and I talked about that because Jack was a legendary Cubs announcer. And I never will forget, we were downtown Chicago. He said, if you could push a button right now and be anywhere with any major league team and you push that button, where would you be? I said, I'd be doing the New York Yankees. I'd be living in New York. I'd be doing the Yankees. That would have been my dream job. Um, so yeah, those are my career goals. I, uh, I got into wrestling. I loved wrestling and it became very profitable for me as you know, but I would have given it up to do baseball. And I, I you know, I got to do some baseball. I, I got to do triple a baseball, but I did some major league baseball spring training games. So, uh, yeah, that's always been my goal. So it's one of those where you missed your goal, but you got enough to where you enjoyed it. Lee is a random question that I don't know how it would have been possible, but you know, mm. maybe it is. Lee wants to know, have you taken a shower with may young after a show? I haven't even, I, no, I don't even, I couldn't pick out may young in a lineup of, of all the uh, people in wrestling you have showered with. Who was your favorite to shower with? Who was your shower buddy? Um, wow. I have never taken a shower at the building. You just go home stinky. Well, I don't take bumps. Oh, you don't sweat at a show. Okay. No, I don't sweat at the show. Well, I know that, um, I got to spend some time with Tracy Smothers in the mid two thousands. And I heard him. You took a shower with him? No, but I heard him ask another guy, Hey kid, shave my back. And he handed him a razor. You ever shave a wrestler's back before? No, good God. No. Whose back would you like to shave? 
Dutch mantels. I think that would have been the most fun. And the question is what kind of design would you have done? You wouldn't have just done it like a Snapchat, oddly satisfying reel. You would have cut a design in there. What kind of design would you have cut? I would have cut, uh, oddly enough. And I was just thinking about it today. I would have cut this design in mid Atlantic championship wrestling. Boy, you're really handy with a razor. I, I think I could get it done. Man, this should have been our Henson razor spot right here. You know yeah. what? You'd, you'd cut a circle first. Right. And then you'd cut an inner circle. Okay. Yeah. And then you would do mid Atlantic on the top. You know, that's a lot. Wrestling. That is a lot. And you know, we've talked about this. You know who this wrestler is right here, don't you? That's your mom. <laughs> no, this wrestler, this is true. This wrestler, this was taken from a photo of Wahoo McDaniel. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And who's the goof in the headlock? Uh, don't know who it is, but that is Wahoo right there. Uh, I would have shaved, uh, a dick and balls, a dick and balls. Yes. You know, I mean, you would, wait a minute. You would have shaved a picture of a dick and balls, right? Right. You right. No, I shave shaved actual dick. dick and balls. Correct. I'm saying the design that we're going to do in the back of Dutch Mantel. Okay. Just, you know, rocket ship Jones. Mm. Good to go. Okay. You don't think that would have been fun? Yeah, that would have been fun. That'd have been kind of easy to do dick and balls. I mean, dude, this, I, this, this takes some ambition right here. I would love to see you try to shave that in any shave that into bug. We'll show it next week here on the show. As you can see, I've got two dogs here with me. Yeah. There's a little girl. She's such a sweetheart. No, she's not. And there's a bug. Yes, she is. Bug bugs. The king of the house. Oh, of course he is. I mean that other dog, that's a jobber dog. I mean, let's just call it <laughs> like it is. Yeah, you keep calling her that. She'll come to your house and chew up shit, buddy. That would require you to be here, and we know you're not coming. Although the rumor and innuendo is, want to give a little quick plug as a reminder. This weekend at Rocket City Wrestling, just north of Huntsville, in the small community of Hazel Green, Alabama, Big Booty Judy makes her in-ring debut. That's right, the lovely bride of Mr. Cassio Kid has her boots. She's got her tights. She's got her hair dye and she is going to step through the ropes into the squared circle for the very first time. And I know Tony, you won't let big booty Judy and Cassio down. You've said it loud and proud on this program. And you've told me privately that you're making plans to be here because as I understand it, one of your coworkers, Mr. Dalton castle will also be in attendance. And I know that you're not going to pull up lame after making promises mm. to Mr. And Mrs. Cassio kid. I had forgotten about it, but I'll, I'll make arrangements right now. In other words, I'll ask permission. <laughs> Were you supposed to be doing something on Saturday? Uh, no. Oh, you mean with the warden? You don't mean with Tony. You mean with the warden, the warden. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> goodness gracious. Well. We're pulling for you. Big booty, Judy rocket city wrestling. It's happening on may the 20th. So this Saturday make plans to be in hazel green, throw it in your Google machine, rocket city wrestling, uh, next week, Tony with, uh, permission from the warden. We're going to be watching unforgiven 98. It's a very special WWE pay-per-view once they have ended the streak of 83 weeks on Monday night, they're running in the heart. And the spiritual home of Starcade, the heart of Jim Crockett promotions. It's Greensboro. And that's right in the middle of the Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff legal battle. 
and Ric Flair circled the building. Not sure whether or not he wanted to come in and sit front row with his son, Reed and have Reed be introduced on camera as a great wrestling champion. And Ric Flair just sitting right there, just as an F you to Eric Bischoff. We'll also see Jeff Jarrett sing sort of. We'll see Hunter versus Owen. We'll see the, the new midnight express take on the rock and roll express. Yes, that's real. Ricky and Robert of the rock and roll express were on a WWF pay-per-view in 1998, taking on the new midnight express. I know you're going to enjoy Luna and Sable in the first evening gown match. Plus we got an evil dude love taking on Steve Austin in the main event, but maybe the thing I'm looking forward to showing you the most. The first ever inferno match in the world wrestling federation. They surround the ring with fire. That's what we'll be watching next week here on the program. By the way, you get all these shows early and ad free on adfreeshows.com. Some of the most fun we have is when we throw the keys to you guys and say, ask Tony anything, Well, we're taking that a step further over at ad free shows. You get to do a lot of interactive chat with Tony every single month. You see him on camera. He sees you on camera. You can. Pull out your tape measure, whatever you're into. It's mm-hmm. all at adfreeshows.com. By the way, if your business targets men 25 to 54 years old, no better place to advertise than right here with us on what happened when you've heard us do some of the same ads for the same companies year after year. Why is that? Well, because it really works. And with a super targeted audience, there's very little waste. Go right now to advertise with whw.com and find out how easy it is to advertise on what happened when. We're all over social media. It's at WHW Monday on Twitter and Facebook at WHW podcast on Instagram. And if you're not watching on YouTube, boy, you're really missing out. Go ahead and subscribe now. It's WHW on youtube.com. Just seeing Tony do the Bluetooth commercial this week. It's worth a look, uh, fun new swag available now too, over at lowestrules.com. Check out all the new shirts, Andre Hogmeat money. Come on now. Oh. We've even got a tape measure shirt. Come on, man. This is fun stuff. Stop. Dave Silva put a picture of me taking a shit. Well, that's your face. That's what your face looks like. Taking the shit. And uh, what uh, Dave, what? Okay. Let me ask you below the lowest rules. Okay. When you shit, do you normally wear a tie and a jacket, a blazer? Like I could see why you would leave the tie on if you were shitting at work, but like you couldn't leave the blazer on too. Right. I, I don't shit at work. I shit at home only. And in the hotel only. You've never had to shit at a, at a wrestling show. No. In 40 years of calling. 40 years. I don't remember ever having to shit at a wrestling show. I will. I will hold off shitting until I get back home or get to the hotel. Do you think Taz has shit at a wrestling show? No, I don't think he has either. Why are you, are you guys all shy shitters? Well, we don't want to stink up the announcer room. When you travel. Uh, to, to TV, do you, do you carry wet wipes with you? So you can do a cleanup yes. on all three. Yes. Yeah. It's good to yeah, know. I, I carry them with me all the time. <sighs> well, Hey, listen, Cotton, guys, Cottonelle wipes, Cottonelle wipes, tell a friend, Tony Schiavone has got clean butthole. Uh, and we'll be back next week. Watching. Tell- <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yes. Just found out Tony Schiavone has got a clean butthole. Okay. That made my day. I got to go to work now. Bye. Tony, right now, it looks like it's about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Lawler's come to the ring to face Conrad Thompson. Jerry Lawler's got a handful of flour and he throws it at Conrad Thompson. Now he picks up a handful of cornstarch. He throws it at Conrad Thompson. Oh my God. Down through the trunks, through his legs, 
It's gravy coming out of cut. There's hair in that gravy. Pick that hair out of that gravy, kid. God damn it. We're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on What Happened When. We come to you each and every Wednesday on Westwood One. But Mondays, we come to you with and without gravy on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, adfreeshows.com. Fight Plus is the ultimate digital platform for live sports and entertainment. And they're now offering a free seven-day trial at tryfight.com. Fight Plus is packed with a premium live event schedule, over a thousand hours of live action every year, and a library of more than 4,000 hours on demand, plus exclusive content you can't get anywhere else. Fight is a great partner of ours. They support us, so let's support them. Give that free seven-day trial a shot, and you'll be a member for life. That's tryfight.com. T-R-Y-F-I-T-E dot com. Hey guys, need to call a quick time out here. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my listeners over at OU didn't know for a while now about all the cool things happening over at adsfreeshows.com. An all new mailbag series debuts later this month on ad free shows as we pick the brain of a man who has spent 40 plus years in the wrestling business. Longtime WCW and WWE referee Nick Patrick answers your questions. And Kurt Angle. Where are you getting beer on it? Or me on no, no, no. It ended up being my own blood. Austin had, had, had the title. It had the jagged edges on it, right? And it had a deal where, where uh, uh, Angle pulled me in and I took a belt shot. A little bonus content comes your way, courtesy of the Kurt Angle Show. A dream match became a reality back in 2016 as Kurt Angle squared off against Cody Rhodes on the Independent. For the first time, Kurt watches back his match against the American Nightmare. This kid's really talented. He's selling the ankle here on the leapfrog, went down on it awkwardly. He's outside the ring talking to the referee. This is, like you said, all part of the match plan. Hey, start to show that weakness in the ankle. Yeah, yeah, this was uh, his idea to you know, make it look like he hurt his ankle so that when he did lose... <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it's it. Right about. Ad free show members have chatted one on one with AEW stars like Eddie Kingston, Dax Harwood, Ricky Starks, and many more, including a recent live interactive session with Renee Paquette. He still continues to do that. He's on commentary in AEW. Um, so it, I think it was cool for him to kind of put on that analyst hat and get to kind of test out those waters a little bit. But end of the day, it was a thing that I think made him feel like, you know what? Wrestling can be okay again. I can have fun in the wrestling space again. And and now we have CM Punk Wrestling. So you're welcome. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ads Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adsfreeshows.com. Hey!